Uh, the Marlins up one to zero right now on the Pirates. They're minus four hundred favorites in the third inning. Five and a half the total there. The Twins up three to nothing right now on the Tigers. The Twins minus six fifty favorites currently. The total in that game nine and a half. Braves already up five to two on the Reds, but the Reds coming back. Peach, can I interest you in Cincinnati plus three sixty? No, you can't. Can I interest you in the Toronto Blue Jays who trailed the Oakland Athletics tonight? The A's. I told you when we came in. I said you did. Said, you I had a feeling. Well, we were both talking. I'm on the Nats tonight. You had to figure that either the Nats or the Athletics were going to give a game tonight to the Blue Jays. I didn't think Kansas City would be an option because they won last night. I thought they got their game. But they are tied 3-3 with Tampa right now. I think it's either going to be Oakland or uh, the Nats. So we'll see. I would still jump on Toronto. Ryan, the the Jays are a half game back in the wild card. Like, they have to beat Oakland. You have to win these games against the A's. So uh, I I would still take the Jays, but... Who knows? Maybe Oakland uh, gets the win tonight. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's like that's what uh, betting baseball kind of drives me nuts this time of the year when it's yeah. the only option. Luckily, we have some golf. We'll talk some golf. We'll oh, take yeah. a look at the live leaderboard. Are you a Yerfy Nerfy guy at all? I used you pick to pick and choose your spots. Not really. No, yeah. Not really, to be honest yeah, with you. Me either. But if I'm going to bet baseball, I'd rather bet three dogs than three favorites. Hundred percent. Because even if you go two and one and you're betting big favorites, you're really not going to make a profit. But like, let's say tonight you bet the Nets. You bet the A's. You bet. Let's see who else is a huge dog. The Royals. Yeah, I was. You win one of those, you make profit. Yeah, exactly. I was going to throw out the Diamondbacks, but I actually kind of like the Giants tonight. It's Zach Davies' night. That's an auto fade for me. So uh, Giants minus one seventy five, but that doesn't come up until ten fifteen. Decent price actually to fade uh, Zach Davies, who's brutal. Three nothing A's, and yet they're still only minus one ten on the money line. Kind of tells you everything you need to know about Oakland this season. All right, time now for the world's quickest draft recap. We start with pick number one. <laughs> I've already given my thoughts. What do you think, Victor Webanyama? Yeah, look, I think he's going to be great. I mean, a seven-five guy who has the handles of a guard who can shoot the ball. I think he's he's going to be really good. I do question the durability, though. I mean, the guy yeah. is built like a twig. He's seven-five, but you know, he's got to get some muscle. If he can develop that, some strength, and uh, and if he can stay durable. The fact that he's going to San Antonio is the perfect landing spot for him, right? I mean, with the success that Popovich had with Duncan and Robinson, the success that he's had with foreign guys, Parker, Ginobili, I mean, all the foreign players, the international guys that have played for the Spurs, I I think it's the perfect fit for Wominyami. Couldn't have asked for a better team. So I think the fit's perfect. Um, I think the obviously the talent and the potential is there. I just hope he stays healthy. Right. You know? Right. And, and that's always been my big thing with Otani. Yeah. Like we've all seen the talent and the potential the potential. It's just like yeah. can a guy continue to pitch and hit at this level without getting hurt? Yeah. The Spurs are the perfect system for a great player. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kinda like any quarterback and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. True. You know? I think Sam Darnold wins that job, by the way. And I think Sam Darnold's Do a pro. You? I kind of I have a weird feeling right now. Trey Lance is number three on the depth chart. We got we got plenty of time to talk. Oh, football. we sure do. Brandon Miller. So here's the thing about Brandon Miller. I thought that that was the safe pick because I don't know if Scoot and Lamelo could play together. There's one ball. They're two ball dominant guards. Right. And I don't know that Scoot could reach his full potential playing off ball. And I don't think Lamelo would play off ball. And what are you gonna do? Bring one of these guys off the bench? You're not gonna do that. Plus, neither are the best shooters. Um. So I thought Brandon Miller was the safe pick. And I think his floor, I mean, he's a 6'9 guy. We know, you know, teams get physical with him. We worry about that. He's not the best athlete. But he plays enough defense. He's a willing defender. I think, like, I think his ceiling is a player, you know, and I know he's the number two pick of the draft. Actually, I'll say his ceiling is Paul George. 
I think his floor is a little bit higher than a lot of people. I I, I would go like Chris Middleton. I think he could be like a Chris Middleton, you know. And he's a little bit bigger. He's six foot nine. Uh, so I thought that that was the safe pick. I like that for Charlotte. Yeah, my comps to Miller have been Paul George, obviously. Like, he just looks like Paul George. He wears number 24. He's built like him. Loves him. When you, he loves him, right? It's his go to basketball. When you do the side by side of like Brandon Miller's game and how he scores, it's like a carbon copy of Paul George. Yeah. But I've always said that his offensive game in college remind me of Buddy Heald. He's just taller and he's more athletic, but. Miller is an unbelievable shooter, like like Buddy Heald is, off the dribble, catch and shoot. When he's open, he doesn't miss. But like Buddy, struggle a little bit in the mid-range. He needs to get a little bit better with his handle. But, I mean, they're tough to compare just because Miller's so much taller and so much more athletic. But that's kind of who his offensive game reminded me of as well. Other than the build of Paul George was just the like skill set of a Buddy Heald, which... Again, there's no disrespect because Buddy Hill was National Player of the Year at Oklahoma. He led him to a Final Four. He was pretty good. Uh, so we'll see. The Miller fit in Charlotte is going to be interesting with yeah. LaMelo and how that all works. But uh, how about the two Bama guys, though, to Charlotte, right? Bryce Young and Brandon Miller, huh? Head yeah. into uh, the Panthers and the Hornets. So we'll see if it works out. Big night for the SEC. Big night for the SEC. Like, it's crazy because growing up, it was the ACC, man. Now, like, SEC basketball. You know, all these football schools. Bama, Arkansas. It's crazy. Dude. It's everything's changing. Yeah, Arkansas, the most players drafted last night. Not Kentucky, not Florida. Right. Times are changing. Times are changing. It's it's wild. It, yeah, man. it is. Uh Scoot Henderson. So here's the thing. Like, if your player comps Derrick Rose, then I'm already in love with you. And like if that's his if his floor is like he's never gonna develop a jump shot, Derrick Rose never did. I yeah. mean, his problem was he just, you know, blew out his knee a couple right. times. Uh you know, if he's like a Ja Morant type player, Ja obviously doesn't have the best jump shot, then I'm fine with that. I just I want to see what that fits like him playing with Dame. Also, do you think Dame stays in Portland? Well, I was going to ask you that. I don't. I don't either. Trista does. I don't. I, I think, and I, and I think the Blazers, if they're smart, to be honest, they just ripped the Band-Aid off because Agreed. they got a nice young squad. Yeah. Right? And if you struggle for a couple years, you keep stacking picks. Because the problem is Portland, I don't think, is ever going to be a big free agent destination unless they start building something. Mm-hmm. Like all these teams, man. Sure. I mean, like I love what OKC's doing. And I'm buying stock in the Orlando Magic. But is anybody ever going to want to go play in Orlando? I mean, Shaq did years ago. So, Well, actually, Shaq didn't have the choice. He was drafted yeah, by Orlando. He, went, he got the hell out of there immediately <laughs> and went did. to Los Angeles. That's when you know it's Friday and I've been talking way too much NBA. He did. I, I like the scoop pick. To be honest with you, like everything after that, I have no clue, though. I mean, there's a, I, I, like, I think I fell in love last night with Grady Dick, who I had to hate all of last year because, as you know, I hate Kansas. I hate Bill Self. He's a criminal. He screwed over my Illini. Uh, Bruce Weber had to take that team to the national title game. Everybody remembers. I think that that's a steal for Toronto at 13. I mean, not a steal, but I think I fell in love with Grady Dick. If you have the confidence to walk out of your house wearing that kind of suit and you're posting those goofy TikTok videos like that, he looked like MGK. You got to be able to play. Did you see the Did you see the Donald Duck impersonation that he did? Did you see that video? He's a weird dude. Yeah, he, I did see he that. is a weird dude. Are you a fan? Uh, I'm not a fan of Grady Dick. Like as as a person, I think I think he's okay, but of his game, I'm just not a fan. Not high on him. I do think Toronto is a good is a good spot for him, and I think getting him at 13 was good spot. How about Houston getting Cam Whitmore at 20? Like there were talks that they might get him at five, yeah. and then you go ahead and you get him at uh, you get him at or at 20. four, excuse me, and then you get him at 20. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a great value. Plan. Yeah, that one pissed me off. I had an exact result, uh, plus, 400, uh, plus 400, him to go to Detroit. I thought that that was a lock. Mm. And then he slips out of the top. I mean, he, he falls to 20. 
So that's a steal for the Rockets. The only thing is, you know, is it an injury concern? There were teams that weren't in love with him in the interview process because I guess he doesn't have, like, a personality, doesn't smile. You know, Trista was talking about this all week. I don't know, man. I think that that's a steal there at pick 20, though. I agree. I think the worst pick of the draft, in my opinion, and who knows, maybe I'm wrong. What the hell do I know? But um, is a guy, is, is, a, is the president of the Orlando Magic fan club here for the next five to six years. Jet Howard at 11. Not only cost me money, uh, but what the hell? Why Jet Howard? Like, That's the thing. What, what am I, I mean, missing here? They have here? so many guards now. It, like, if you're going to make a reach, or if you're going to reach like that at pick 11, why not go with the better shooter, Jordan Hawkins, who shot 40% from three last season and won a national title, played in some big games. I know, you know, he's not the best defender. I, I don't know if he could create his own shot, but I would have taken Jordan Hawkins over Jet Howard. I would have taken Grady Dick over Jet Howard. That's what I don't understand, man. Like, Orlando needs shooters. Grady Dick's a 40% three-point shooter himself. Right. I, even if you don't love his game. Um, and he could create his own shot a little bit. I didn't understand the Jet Howard pick. So I I don't know what Orlando was doing right there. I'm with you. Uh, Hawkins would have made a ton of sense for the Magic there at 11 with the shooting. Even, right. even Dick, like you said. Keontae George, even if they wanted to reach for him with the way he can shoot. But, yeah, the Jet Howard, that was interesting. I did love the Marcus Sasser pick to Detroit at 25. Yeah. I mean, Sasser is one of my favorites. He's gritty. He's so good defensively. He's a great half-court scorer. Detroit also has something interesting there with their backcourt, right? Obviously, they got Ivy last year to go along with Cade Cunningham. Now you bring in Sasser. That's a nice little rotation. Guy that fascinates me the most at the end of the first round is Nick Smith Jr. out of Arkansas. I was also ask you that. Okay. I, I think he's the most overrated player in the draft. Like I, I I do not like Nick Smith. I was not impressed with him in Arkansas. He was one of the most highly touted prospects coming out of high school. And I'm just I'm just not a fan of his game. I just don't think he's very good. So maybe he was one of those guys that just didn't work for him in college and he was hurt for a little bit. Maybe Muscleman's system just wasn't a fit for him. Maybe he's one of those guys he translates better in the NBA. We'll see. But, man, with a guy like Jalen Pickett out of uh, Penn State who was still on the board, who the Nuggets grabbed at the beginning of the second round, even a guy like Andre Jackson out of UConn, Colby Jones out of Xavier, like there were some other combo guards that you could have gone with other than uh, the Nick Smith, and that's who Charlotte decided to go with. So we'll see what works out for him. Would you bet anybody other than Victor Webb and Yamada to win Rookie of the Year? And I'm not talking like right now in June, tying your money up for the next year. But Scoot Henderson plus 350, Chets plus 500, redshirt year. Brandon Miller plus 950. You got Amen Thompson 15 to one, Cam Whitmore 20 to one, and then you know a bunch of guys you don't want to bet against. The number one overall pick that's playing for the Spurs. Yeah, Chets my pick at plus 500. I was gonna say, or you could play the field plus 150, which I like because mm, I do too. Because you're getting Scoot, yep. you know, and if Dame does get traded. To Miami, you know, maybe. The usage is going to be crazy. Yes. You know, you get Chet, who we don't know what he's going to look like. We haven't seen him in a year, but I'm pretty high on OKC. And I know that team performance doesn't matter in this market because, like, the rookie of the year is usually not on a very good team, mm-hmm. right? Um, but OKC is going to be really fun. I just worry, though, there's a lot of guys on that team that I like, like SGA. Brandon Miller, you know, plus 950. So I would almost rather go with the field, but I'm with you. If I'm betting at anybody other than... uh then Webb and Yama, I'm going with uh, Chet, and he's plus 500 right no now. No doubt. And there's a guy, I mean, you can, if you want a crazy long shot, I would look at Bilal Kulabi from the Wizards, just because we know the Wizards are in rebuild, right? They have a new backcourt now with Jordan Poole. They brought in Trey Jones or Tyus Jones from the Grizzlies. So, I mean, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, everybody says Bilal's upside is like crazy. And 
The Wizards are going to give him time to develop. They're going to give him time to play right away and try and work out, and he says he's still growing. So, I mean, he's going to be a crazy long shot, but that would be the guy kind of that sticks out to me. That's what you're looking for in Rookie of the Year, right? Is like which teams are going to stink, which teams are going to – their rookies are going to be high usage and control the ball a lot and score points and grab rebounds and stuff like that. So uh, I, I think he, he could be a guy to watch, but Chet is, is the pick for me. You know what pick? I'll, uh, I really like the Anthony Black pick, actually, oh, to I love Orlando, though. Yeah. But they have so many guards. I loved Jalen Suggs. I loved him in college. You know, um, But I don't, I don't know if he's going to be any good. And actually, Fultz... He's actually a pretty good point guard. I've been kind of ripping him on the show, but he's he's actually he's developed. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to have to move one of those guys. I wonder if they end up moving Suggs already. But I like Anthony Black a lot, and I that's what too. they needed. Have you ever seen the movie Little Big League? Little Big League? I don't think so. Who's in that movie? Let me look it up. I don't know anybody that's in it, but the kid, he's a big Twins fan, and I think his grandfather's oh, the owner. Yeah, he's the general yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I dies, thought it sounded familiar. And he gives him the team. Yep, he's if, the manager. If that happened to you, and you could take over the Spurs, the Hornets, <laughs> the Rockets, the Blazers, the Pistons, or the Magic for the next 10 years, which team would you choose? I'd choose the Spurs because of Vic. All right, and let you, me take the Spurs out of that. Yeah. That's, that's too easy. That but, is. I mean, they've no, been terrible. You take out right. the Spurs, and then that's right. a good question. Because it's a good question because these aren't big market teams. No, like, the Bulls exactly. right now suck, but I would take the Bulls because you're a big market team. you got money to spend. And you could be, if if you, you know, if, if, if you, I mean, if you had a guy that was running the team that had a clue, you could be a free agent destination. Um, but, man, Charlotte, Portland, I mean, Houston's fun. Detroit or Orlando, which, which where would you go? Probably Portland or Orlando, actually, I think, would be my two choices. I think I would go. Detroit's interesting. See, I think I would have to do Houston. Really? Yeah, you got Yudoka there now, so you have your coach. And trust me, I did not like the culture. If they if they stay away from James Harden, that's my answer. Mm. If they pay James Harden right now at his age with all those young guys, that just wouldn't make any sense. You like that young talent they got with Green and Shangoon? No, not even really. Not all that yeah. much, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's the thing. But I, I just, just I feel like I got good. a chance. I feel like I have a chance. Like if a free agent, like you know what I mean. Like if somebody a big name, like a Zion, if he ever stays healthy, in two three years, that's where I want to host. You know my free agents. I want to take them to the strip club. Right. Like I don't want to take them to Disney in Orlando. We've seen what Zion's into. You think if I bring him to Disney, he's gonna want to come and play for the Magic for the next six to seven years? Absolutely not. But if I take him, you know, <laughs> you see the girl got. His uh, name tatted on her face today? That can't be real. Is that real? I think it might be. I don't know. I really hope that. I really, I really hope, hope that whoever either. is in charge of Zion, whoever's the whoever's his agent uh, or his rep right now, you got to get a restraining order. She's Have nuts. To. She, she is nuts. A tattoo of Zion on her face. It's next level. Insane. Next level. Insane. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we actually got to talk some NFL because we're finally getting a rivalry again, and I'm excited for it. That's what we need in sports. Two teams that just hate each other. We'll talk about that. BetMGM Tonight.